Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hello, happy new year. Anyone else feeling very relieved that 2020 is over? I think we all are. It is so great to be back with you in the new year. As always, I am your host, Mary Ellen Dance. I am a licensed mental health therapist and a very okay-ish human being. Just to catch you up today, I started this podcast only a few months ago, really back in August, to debunk some of the myths and misunderstandings about therapy, about mental health, to discuss different mental health trends and fads and what they really mean, and of course, to encourage all of us to be our most okay-ish selves. And I'm just super, super excited to continue to share this message in the new year. And I have lots of fun topics, guests, ideas, all sorts of things coming your way for 2021. So I am really excited. With that being said, to kick off the new year, I wasn't sure where I wanted to begin right? Like I have lots of ideas. I have this big poster board in my house of all these ideas and guests and things like that. And I was like, I don't know where I want to start. And I've gotten a lot of ideas from all of you, which is amazing about, you know, topics you really like that you want to hear more about or topics I haven't touched on that you want to hear about. And that is so helpful for me. Keep them coming. The best way to reach me is through Instagram. I'm at Mary Ellen Dance. But anyways, with all these ideas swirling through my brain, with my poster board and everything, I wasn't sure where I wanted to start. And then I realized something. January is sometimes known as Mental Wellness Month. Found that on a few calendars that January is Mental Wellness Month. So that's what we're going to focus on the next few weeks. What wellness actually means, how the term mental wellness can actually be really negative. Stay tuned for that one. And all sorts of fun stuff. But for today, with the new year, with me chatting about New Year's resolutions last week and how to set resolutions that you'll actually stick with, I wanted to expand a little bit on that topic. I wanted to talk about this word that I keep seeing everywhere. I keep seeing it on Instagram more specifically. And this word that I'm about to share with you is often linked with the term wellness. I've actually seen this word more than recently. I've seen it since about 2006 when a book called The Secret came out. So if you haven't guessed already, that word is manifestation. Oh, boy. If you're sick of hearing that word and want to switch to a different podcast, please don't. But I hear you. I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of hearing that word. But with it being everywhere and with it being Mental Wellness Month, right, what a better time to figure out what it actually means. And if it works 
or if it's a bunch of bullshit. So I'm going to start that topic by actually giving some background. Okay, so there's this guy named Martin Seligman. Martin Seligman developed the theory of positive psychology. And this was pretty recent, I think, like within the past like 20 to 30 years, I think. So he developed positive psychology, which is basically the study of what constitutes a pleasant and meaningful life. That sounds so lovely, right? It is lovely. It is lovely. Positive psychology is all about bringing it back, bringing the focus back to what's pleasant, what's meaningful. So people started to associate positive psychology with happiness. And psychology is a little bit more complicated than that. And Seligman, who developed positive psychology, actually had an issue with the word happiness, right? He thought that it was a little bit too subjective and that happiness wasn't necessarily the point or the message of positive psychology. Anyways, I'm getting a little deep into his theories because I find it fascinating. But the point is, positive psychology became a thing that people ate up and people related it to happiness because why wouldn't we eat that up? It sounds amazing. Like positive psychology sounds me up, right? So then in enter someone named Rhonda Byrne. Rhonda Byrne is an Australian self-help guru who then wrote the book, The Secret. All right. So if you've never heard of the book, The Secret, it is a book about the law of attraction. And if you've never heard of the law of attraction, the law of attraction basically says that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. Hence where this word manifestation comes in, right? I'm going to manifest positive thoughts to bring in positive experiences. I hear people talking about manifesting their dream job or their dream guy, manifesting a million dollars, whatever it may be. All right, so to review this, there's psychology, which is pretty old, and then came along positive psychology. And then this book, The Secret, got really popular about the law of attraction. And in comes along this self-help era that we're, that we're in right now. How does all of this fit together? Is the law of attraction psychology? Is it positive psychology? Because they sound pretty similar. Does manifesting a million dollars actually work? Because if it does, I'd like to be signed up for that. There's a lot of questions that come with this, and that's what I'm here to talk about today. Before I go on, just a reminder, I am not an expert. What I'm sharing here is my opinion based off of research that I do and my experiences as a mental health therapist. And obviously, this podcast is short, so I, I'm not trying to simplify anything, but rather focus on the big point. So my therapist, the therapist I go to, I'm the client, she's the therapist. I love her. I adore her but she's a little woo-woo. If you haven't already gathered, I'm not really woo-woo at all, right? She She's into yoga and meditation, and like she tells me to breathe deeply a lot, all good things, but I'm not very woo-woo. And, you know, every time my therapist makes a woo-woo suggestion, I roll my eyes. <laughs> Literally, it's like I can't control it. As a therapist, you'd think I'd be a better client, but no. I roll my eyes at her all the time. And if she's listening, I'm sure she's shaking her head yes and laughing because she knows it. Anyways, knowing this, she recommended a book to me. It's called How Life Works by Andrew Matthews. 
if you're interested in it, um, it's linked in my Instagram. If you're interested in buying it, it's all about the law of attraction. And it says, you know, the law of attraction is just how life works. It's cute. I do like the book. It's cute. And it's definitely a good read because it focuses on thinking positively, right? It teaches skills about how to think positively, how to, how to think positively. And thinking positively is a good thing, right? But again, I ask, does manifesting work? Of course, this book swears up and down that it works. But is that science? So psychology is a science. And in all of the psychology classes that I teach, I always talk about pseudoscience. Pseudoscience, my friends, is basically fake science, right? There are a lot of things out there that are pseudoscience, fake science, fake statistics saying, yeah, this is this is research based, but like you can't find the research. Lots of pseudoscience. My favorite pseudoscience example that I give to my classes is the whole idea that opposites attract. That's not true, you guys. Opposites don't get along. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you that whatever you believe is valid, right? If you believe in manifestation and the law of attraction, oh my gosh, those are your beliefs. I completely support that. But the law of attraction is not scientifically based. It's not scientifically proven. FYI, everything we read on the internet isn't true. <laughs> Just because something says it's scientifically proven doesn't mean it is, right? So I want to bring science into this. I want to share what I know based on science that has to do with manifestation. Because as I was doing research on this, because once I got this topic idea, I did a lot of research because I was like, I and by no means am I the expert, but I was like, I want to know, know what I'm talking about. Like, what is the science behind this? But let me share the psychology science that I do know. Positive thinking does, in fact, create positive feelings. It does. There is scientific evidence of that. The basis of cognitive behavioral therapy, and cognitive behavioral therapy is scientifically proven to work. It is based in evidence. The basis of it is that thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings then lead to behaviors. So theoretically, if we have happy thoughts, then that leads to happy feelings, and that's going to lead to happy behaviors. So that's all great, right? Let's manifest me some happy thoughts. <laughs> so going off of that, the more we think about certain things, the stronger the neural pathway for that thing in our brain is. So like we have all of these neural pathways in our brains and the stronger ones are, we, we think about them more. So strong neural pathways in our brains make those thoughts and therefore those feelings and behavior grow. So if I have all these thoughts about, you know, helping other people, that's going to influence my feelings and then my behavior. And I'm likely to behave in ways where I help other people. So here's another example. If I think often about how much I love my family, then I'm going to feel positive feelings like love, gratitude, joy, appreciation, all of that. And those feelings are then going to lead me to behave in certain ways, like calling my family, doing nice things for them, spending time with them, all of that. So does this mean that scientifically speaking, you can manifest or think about a million dollars and then get it? No, but scientifically, what 
it does mean is that if I have positive thoughts about a million dollars, and those thoughts are positive based around my confidence and my abilities and my willingness and my work ethic, then that's going to lead to feelings which will lead me to behave in ways that might actually get me that million dollars. There is scientific proof about that kind of process. So I want to add in another fact related to to these, these scientific processes. And that other fact is actually a term. And that term is cognitive accessibility. So cognitive accessibility basically means things in our brain that we can easily access so that we think about them more often. Have you ever heard that phrase like, oh, it was just in the front of my mind? That's legit, right? That means it was very cognitively accessible. So the things we think about often, those things that we have strong neural pathways for that we're thinking about often are in the front of our mind because they're cognitively accessible. So a great example of this is many years ago, my sister lived in Oregon. And when she first moved to Oregon, my parents, the proud parents that they are, would tell everyone about her moving to Oregon. And the craziest thing happened. Suddenly, all these people started coming out of the woodwork sharing about their trips to Oregon or their cousin who lives in Oregon or just anything Oregon related. And my dad would say, wow, it's amazing. Since Liz moved there, everyone is connected to Oregon. Well, dad, no. Everyone was connected before Liz moved there, but you didn't pay any attention to it. It's way more cognitively accessible to you now. Another example is on this podcast. I share stories about my family or my friends or myself because that knowledge is in the front of my brain, right? It's cognitively accessible. Now, how does that scientific fact relate to manifesting things? Well, if I'm thinking about something often or manifesting it, one might say, then certain things are going to be fresh in my brain or cognitively accessible. So continuing to use this manifesting a million dollars as an example, if I'm thinking about it, therefore, it's cognitively accessible. Therefore, I'm going to notice things more. I'm going to notice opportunities for myself. I'm going to notice, oh, there's this person that I could connect my business to that might help me because that's cognitively accessible and that's what I'm paying attention to. So there is no scientific basis about the law of attraction, but there's a lot of brain science about thinking positively and that leading to other things. Now, don't get me wrong. We have to do the work to get there. Cognitive behavioral therapy, like I said, says thoughts lead to feelings, which lead to behaviors. There's behaviors involved. It's hard work. But do maybe those positive thoughts lead to positive feelings, which lead to positive behaviors? Maybe they do. So when you're thinking about manifesting or when you're, you know, seeing things on, on Instagram or you're hearing friends talk about like, oh, I'm manifesting my dreams. Maybe they're not as woo woo as I tell my therapist she is because <laughs> I do tell her that. But maybe it's not about manifesting. Maybe it's just about how we look at things, how we view things, how we recognize that our thoughts really impact our feelings, which really impact our behaviors. Because that's what it's all about, right? So here's the last thing that I want to say about it. Do not, I repeat, do not put so much pressure on yourself to be positive in your manifestations or in your thoughts or whatever it may be that you forget to feel 
the full range of emotion that we're all supposed to feel. When, you know, when Rhonda Byrne in The Secret talks about thinking positively, it's all about like manifesting positive things into your life. Positive, 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 positive. Well, that's not realistic. That's not real life. It doesn't mean we're bringing negative things into our life. It just means we're humans and that humans have a wide range of emotions. And yeah, if we can focus our thoughts positively and be motivated and be excited about our thoughts, that's a great thing. We want to do that. But we are humans and we are meant to feel a full range of emotions. And that does not mean we're bringing negative stuff into our lives. That just means that's how we feel. It's okay to not be positive all the time. Feelings are designed for feeling. Like that's why they're there. And you know what? Some feelings are really awesome. And it's okay that other feelings are just okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, Please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.